Hey everyone, welcome to the Business Minded Sports Physio Podcast. My name is Brian Schwabe, board certified sports physical therapist, entrepreneur, and co-founder of The Student Physical Therapist. I worked with elite athletes for over a decade and currently serve as the director of IO Sports Therapy, working side-by-side -side with high-performance coaches, MNFL and NBA skills trainers, and sports agents on a daily basis. I'm also an author, sports medicine consultant, course creator, speaker, and counselor sports therapist, traveling with professional athletes and celebrities. I created this podcast to share my experience as a sports physical therapist and entrepreneur so that I could give you everything you need to know to cash in on your passions, monetize your expertise, and create your own career Super Bowl. With that in mind, welcome to the podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about auditing your career as a sports physical therapist and why it's absolutely crucial to being successful as a sports physical therapist. Now, I'm going to start you with this, all right? To think about auditing your career, I want you to go back for a minute. What did it first look like when you first started dreaming about becoming a sports physical therapist? What did it look like, right? I want you to go back there for a minute because so many clinicians that I've sp spoken to, whether they're two years out, five years out, 10 years out, or even more, have been asking me questions over the last couple of years in, in our TSPT Academy about, hey, how did you get to where you got to? And you know, why, is, why, why can't I figure out how to get more involved in sports PT? It's not really you know, going the way I wanted it to. And it got me thinking when I was talking to them, you know, what, what it looked like when you first thought you were getting into sports PT. And I want you to ask yourself that because is it looking the way you envisioned? Are you treating the demographics and the athletes that you thought you were going to be treating? And are you happy going to work every day? And if you said no to any of those, then listen on because I'm going to give you some potential solutions today to help you audit your career right now as you go on your journey of being a sports PT, so you can do it closer to that vision that you first were thinking about when you became a sports PT. Now, you know, when I talk to all these aspiring sports physical therapists, they all tell me pretty much the same thing. I want to be a sports PT. I want to do these things, but they're not addressing barriers that are stopping them. And I'm going to start with this. CEU courses and certifications are not going to fix that problem. And I think that's the thing that's being shoved down people's throats for so long now and it's, it's not working, right? It's because there's only one specific way with a CEU course or a certification. So we know that in physical therapy, everything's fluid, right? And same thing with sports physical therapy, right? There's not one technique that works. You got to have a lot of different tools in your toolbox, but it's the same thing for your career. If you're only focusing on one thing and getting better in one particular thing and focusing on that, then the rest of your career and the rest of like your, your job is not getting better. So there's a couple of things I want you to think about solution wise, right? The first one is, are you investing in your deficiencies? And I'm not talking just clinically. I'm talking about all aspects of physical therapy, because that is something that I often find people are not doing or not willing to do. You know, your deficiencies might not be in the actual treating itself, but maybe it's the way you're selling it to your patient. Maybe it's the way that you're addressing uh, doctors and other athletes um, when you're in their presence, right? Or maybe, you know, sports agents or maybe your colleagues, um, you know, your communication style might be off, right? All these things are potential things. Maybe business-wise, you're not getting the clients you're wanting to because you're not really going after them in the way that they want to be attracted to. So these are things you need to start thinking about when you're auditing your career, depending on what you envision that sports physical therapy lifestyle to be. Another one, networking, 
Okay. If you guys haven't seen our TSPT video on networking, we have a great video on our YouTube channel, and we also have an even better one on our TSPT Academy. But networking is probably crucial and probably the most important thing if you want to make advancements in your sports physical therapy career. But a lot of people don't understand what networking is, okay? They think it's, I'm going to ask a bunch of questions to people and you know hopefully get some good answers. Um, but it's really not, right? It's, it's just getting to know somebody, right? Just like dating, right? You don't just get to know somebody on the first date. You get to know get to know them over time, and you start to build a, an authentic relationship. Networking is the exact same way. You have to get start to get to know people that are in the circle you want to be in, or doing the things you want to do. Because there's a lot of people that you'll see on the internet, but very few are actually, you know, really truly doing sports PT. So you really have to dive deep into them and figure out: Are these the people that are doing exactly what I want to do, or are they just showing me the highlights? And they're not doing it on a day-to-day -day basis. So really look into networking more and start to, you know, go to these events or not even just go to the events, reach out to people, email, phone calls. Yes, phone calls work, messaging, um, you know, getting in touch with people and having them connect you to the, the same person, right? Looking in your inner circle and seeing if there's connections somewhere else that you can get that introduction. And if you start doing that, then things will start to also open up. Another one opening your mind up to professional growth opportunities, right? And if you guys haven't done that in a while, now would be a great time to do it because there's too many people right now that don't want to invest in opportunities, whether it's time, whether it's volunteer work, um, whether it's, you know, taking a, a job that is probably perfect for their, what they envision, but maybe it's a little bit less money or maybe they don't have as many benefits, whatever it may be, you have to make a sacrifice somewhere if you want an opportunity, if you want to advance your career, you have to take the time to do that. You have to make some sacrifice in some capacity, so eventually you won't have to. The last one is writing down goals, right? Goal writing is really important because it, it puts you in that state of mind. And then if you're looking at it constantly, not just writing it down once and looking at it and really saying, how do I break these goals down to accomplish them? Then you'll be in a state of mind to actually accomplish those goals, right? But if you're if you're just put into the side or if you never write it down at all, you don't have a roadmap, right? It'd be like driving without lights. You'll get somewhere, but eventually when it gets dark, you're not going to know which way to go, right? So take the time to write goals down. Be really concrete with those and start to tackle them, right? Start to actually like mark them off because you've gone through each goal and you decided, how am I going to achieve this and why am I trying to achieve this? You know, I remember when I was uh, a younger clinician, I've had to change my course so many times um, and, and it's, it's for a multitude of reasons, but you know, one was networking for sure. Um, you know, I had the wrong network. I did it, the network I had was good, but it wasn't serving me the way that um, I needed it to, right? I, I needed to gain knowledge. I needed to get better at my skills. I needed to learn about business. I learned, needed to learn about how to work in the professional sports world. And it took me seven years before I found the right opportunity and my career changed forever for that. And it was because I made choices to audit my career and start to look at where my deficiencies were. So I stopped taking random CEU courses. I invested in courses that I actually knew that I needed to be better at. And they didn't, weren't necessarily certifications and some didn't even give me cert CEU money or CEU um, credit. I didn't care about that. Um, I invested in some of these online resources, some in person as well. And they helped me learn about the deficiencies I needed to be better at. And I also invested in tons of business courses because that was important to me, how to sell myself, how to market myself, how to you know, have a better conversation with somebody to explain what I actually do. 
right? I don't just say I'm a physical therapist anymore. In fact, I never say that anymore. There's a lot of different ways that you can say you're a physical therapist and attract the right type of clientele you want and open up a conversation. Because if you say you're a physical therapist, then whatever that person's perception of a physical therapist is, now you've already made up their minds about yourself. So I stopped doing those things um, and I improved my sports experience, right? I took as many volunteer jobs as I could. I invested in time and money into you know, getting the right opportunities. And I started reading more books outside of the profession. So these were things that I did because that was what met my goals as a sports physical therapist of the way that I wanted to have my career go. And, you know, I think that that coupled with not being afraid to fail um, is what made my life so much better. My career choices up to now be successful because for the first seven years, I don't think I had that mentality as much. I wasn't not afraid to fail, but um, I was a little bit more afraid to fail at certain points. And I got better with that over time. And the way I got better with that is I got used to failing and I got used to putting myself in uncomfortable positions. And I'll give you an example of that I interviewed for six pro team jobs over the last, I guess, seven years uh, prior to when I got this, this uh, most recent job. But that was something that actually taught me more and helped prepare me for the role I'm in right now than anything else I ever did because it allowed me to be around the people that were in the sports world at the highest level, uh, which was professional sport, and learn that 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 team model and the, the politics of it because there is a ton of that. And if you want to work in high-level sport, you have to understand those politics. You have to understand the decision-making from different entities, different stakeholders. And that's what I learned going just on interviews that, one, I didn't know, and two, I ended up learning how to know. And then I took it the step further after I failed and didn't get the job. I learned or I took what I learned from those interviews and said, OK, this is what I'm going to invest my next um, money in, right? my next time into so that I can learn more about that aspect. And, you know, each time I got further. Right. And, you know, it, it was it was one of those things where you start realizing, too, OK, I mean, maybe I'm in the wrong role. Right. I was in the wrong role for the first three jobs I had. And I finally took you know, something from each of them, did all those interviews, learned something from that and found the right role. So you really have to be not afraid to fail and take the failure as a way to say, okay, what do I need to get better at? Where are the deficiencies? You know, and, you know, this is just one example. And there's plenty of people out there that, you know, they, you look at them and they do everything wrong and they get, they get, you know, everything works out the first time. There's totally unicorns as well. And, um, you know, you have to be okay with that. You have to be, you know, willing to say, you know what, there's something maybe that they did that I don't know about that got them there. Right. Uh, because people, you know, are successful a lot of times because of what they practice in private that you don't hear about. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, remember the people that ultimately last in whatever they want to do are the ones that are constantly auditing their craft, um, innovating, um, trying to make their career better, making better choices and and never letting off the gas, right? And not, you know, being satisfied with things. So no matter which party you fall into, you know, you have to understand those things. And I think that you'll get better and better with each opportunity you take and your decision-making will get better. And that will give you the life you want and the vision you want in sports physical therapy. So what are my suggestions? Well, Go read a new book, right? Try something new in a different area, right? So if you want to have a career, you know, let's say similar to mine where you're in the business world and the sports world, well, then read something on business and leadership, right? Uh, or even personal finance. Um, if you want to, you know, get better on, you know, AU basketball, go volunteer 
right? Take the time to be at these, you know, events and, and, and volunteer around AU basketball, be at the, the practices and games, right? If you work nine to five, do it afterwards, do it when they have practices, you know, or consult, right? Uh, find a way if you, if you have, if you're business savvy to consult, right? Because I've done that in the past, right? It started as volunteer with some teams. I learned about the business side of that. And then eventually I pitched myself to other you know, clubs, gymnastics and basketball AU. And I made a ton of money through that for many years up until the pandemic, you know, but I started with me volunteering and kind of learning the ins and outs of things. So, you know, those are different ways you can do it. And then finally, you know, work on a pitch so that when people ask you, you know, what do you do? It's not just, I'm a PT, right? Or I'm a sports PT because they don't know what that means. And if you're looking to improve, you know, the way you do things and the population you're attracting to treat, more importantly, um, until you hit your, your your end goal, then you need to have a better pitch for them so that they can understand what you do. And you need to tailor it to the target audience that you're going after, right? So that you can understand how to actually attract them into your clinic or into your schedule. So those are, those are just a couple of things that you can do. And hopefully this gives you a little bit more insight into what I've done, but also what you can do and what you need to be thinking about if you're not living the life and the type of career that you've envisioned when you first started thinking about being a sports PT. Really go back to that vision and write it down. What did I think sports physical therapy was? What did I think my career was going to look like? What did I think my day-to-day was going to look like? Go back to that. If it's not lining up, something's wrong. You need to go find a strategy to make it better, all right, or multiple strategies, because ultimately you have to take responsibility on that and ownership over your own career if you want to live your dream.